Hey, everyone! Welcome to episode number 31 of the Fresher and Parlance Show. I am Parlance. I am Fresher. Woo! It's happening. It's happening. It's like, what's happening? Seriously. So I was just... I just got back. I was out at drinks with some old co-workers, and uh, they were talking about, like, you know, we, we really got to, like, publicize the show more they had a lot of good ideas. I know we have a lot of good ideas already, but, yeah, I really got to execute on them. Been talking about it for 31 episodes. <laughs> we're getting sounds, though. That's, that's somewhere, you know? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, we, like, I still want to do some skits at some point. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think skits are super important. I know, and cut cut it up into smaller, more consumable proportions. That's probably been our number one thing since we're in a YouTube short format, which I always have to correct everyone. This isn't a podcast or a vodcast. It's a YouTube show. Correct. But yeah, that happened. But it was it's cool to see old peeps hanging out. We like to build our audience one friend over happy hour at a time. It's true. I mean, that's basically a... Uh, this is just it's just hanging out with the people and you can tweet at us and, and, and interact. Or, you know, even if you're not watching it live, tweet us and we'll get back to you about that part that you loved. Yeah, so uh, this is a good time to reach out. Of course, uh, we don't have any viewers right now, but if you do come on, uh, you could reach out to us live uh, at Fresh and Par on the Twitter machine. It's and, Twitter machine. And you can, uh, and also you could reach us on Facebook, uh, the Fresher and Parlance Show, and www.fresherandparlance.com, which I think is a couple episodes behind, like yeah, eight, like eight. Hasn't been kept up. Other thing, meaning to do, is put the live tweet thing on the side there, so you can just go to the site and do it all. But yeah, and and we accept Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, we do accept Bitcoin uh, donations. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But, and uh, if, if you want to, uh, if you want to donate money, we'll take it. Definitely. Oh, also, good thing I was, uh, you know, shooting shooting the shit with some friends over with drinks and whatnot, and uh, I was like, oh, you should check out the show. I was like, how do we get to it? And we're number three when you type in "fresher and" number three on autocomplete Google. What's "fresher and" what? What's the no, one I'm, and two? I'm just saying, if you if you if you're typing the name. Of our show, Fresher and, and then it's Parlance Autocompletes. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at that. What's the Fresher and Boulder tour? <laughs> we need to bust them down. We need to do some. Uh... What is that? What is the Fresher and Boulder tour? I don't know. Boulder and Fresher tour, 2011 to 2014? That's up. Oh, my. No, no, no. Boulder and Fresher tour is a Bill O'Reilly and Dennis Miller tour. Ugh. Oh, what? Yeah, fuck those dudes. Not cool. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. We're fresher in parlance. It's totally different. Totally different. Although but, we, we were never on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, we, we don't need to be. We're bigger than that. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working I those like in. How, uh, I'm working those in. When you do the sounds, it's not actually, like, piped in. It's just through your microphone still. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's very very low production value. But that's no, what, what are you talking about? This is this is the highest production value show we've done to date. It's true. I mean, we got like sounds all over the place and whatnot. But how's how's stuff in the parlance world? 
Well, I was just thinking, we did go to happy hour this week, so seeing as, and since we're building our audience one member at a time through happy hour, I feel like I'm not doing ourselves any audience development since I... Well, are, I mean, you said that uh, your wife was watching it last week, so... That's true. We that's have, a, that's yeah. an audience growth, from, audience growth from happy hour, kind of. True. Oh, we do have one viewer, uh, so if you want to reach out to us at Fresh and Par on the Twitter machine, let us know how we're doing. It's like super... Uh, Customize like, ooh, jump on it, viewer. Yeah, when we have, yeah, if we ever make it big, like forty viewers, like I don't even know what I'll do. We'll, 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 we'll need a special. We'll need a Twitter we'll intern. Filtering it out. We'll need a Twitter intern. A twin, a twin turn. <laughs> but oh yeah, you were saying uh, early, like we have on our podcast rivalry, which isn't a YouTube show, by the way. You were saying that they were mentioning uh, some things. Yeah, yeah. So the our our sister, our sister, uh, I guess station, sister cast, sister cast, uh, Prodigal Sons podcast had their midlife crisis episode this week, where they discussed the future of their show and how it's not successful, and 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 then they were like, well, we're definitely doing better than Fresher and Parlance, and then they went on and they're like, oh seven, ten, twenty nine, what, you know, like. And yeah, we have more viewers than you guys. Yeah, and and then he's blatantly so he knows me before the Parlance days as my full name, and he was one episode was busting chops and saying how Parlance was a stupid name, but then he said the rebranding, and he said he was going to be known as Lance, which by the way is short for Parlance. That's Come on, up. dude. Yeah, seriously. We, we had a tweet earlier from Tom also that he was wondering if like your if Parlance came from a reference. From uh, Liberance or something from Monty Python. It actually it's a reference to the Big Lebowski. Ooh, didn't know, didn't know. Yes, it's a reference to the Big Lebowski, the um, the character that is kind of like the artsy uh, redhead. Oh my my name, the Julianne Moore, who, yeah. who who's trying to have the Big Lebowski's baby. Is She's, she the one who like comes in naked doing the paint stuff? Yes, her. That was so, great. She said at one point in the parlance of our times. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's been my that's been that's where it comes from. I didn't know about like the actual definition use of it until I'd use it from your name. I've never heard that word before. But it's it's a good word. It's a good word. People don't use it enough. It's true. I'm bringing I'm bringing extra power to the word. It now has extra meaning. It does, because the meaning is you, and it's much better than its uh, past meanings of just yeah. an idea. This month. <laughs> Sorry. Also, throwing it out there, uh, Jeff's kind of feisty today, so he might be kind of meowy for, for the viewers. It might be confusing. Well, you know, he is our, he's, he's our de facto audience member. Yeah, he's kind of like special guest or whatever. So, uh, speaking of uh, this week, we had a happy hour, but you had a big weekend this weekend. I did. I went to my friend's bachelor party in Portland. It's pretty fun. Doing some strip clubbing, some drinking, games. Well, you got to give me more details about the strip clubs. you got to give me how debaucherous was it. Did, did you have a good time? I, mean, I feel like it was, uh, it was good because we didn't, we didn't want to get too wasted because, like, you know, it's like another town and whatever. And they don't have Uber, which is stupid. So getting around by taxi was actually kind of difficult. And uh, so, yeah, it was a good level of uh, drinking and whatnot. And, you know, giving strippers $1 bills and uh, 
lap dances and video games. We went to the arcade there. The um, I forgot the name, like the hangar or something. Wait, mm, control room. Control room. Yeah, it was really cool. I hadn't been there. Everywhere that we went, I hadn't been before. So. Yeah. So uh, you, you saw a lot of strippers. Did you? We just we went we went to two strip clubs. So do you remember any of the names of the strippers? I don't even think I knew them at any point. Well, I didn't. What, well, I, okay, you do. Hey, this is Jasmine coming on stage. Everybody, give it up for Jasmine. I think it was more. I mean, like the place had two separate stages, and then you just like you're drinking and stuff. So then strippers just come on. Yeah, on stage number two, give a round of applause for Holly. Yeah, probably they did that. I just wasn't paying attention. Okay. But <laughs> do you remember what they were wearing? Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so here's a funny story about my bachelor party. I know you want to know about it. I do. I had a great oh, bachelor party. Question. I was flown to New York to meet all of my old friends because I had been living here for a really yeah. long time. And uh, so we went to the for this is just for the dinner portion of the of the uh, the evening. I don't really I was super wasted, but I know that's the problem. We wanted that was our thing, not to get like not remembering wasted. So um, we went to this uh, this steakhouse called the Strip House. It's like a known thing in the I think it's in the mid thirties uh, midtown, yeah. and it's just like a Sinatra esque steakhouse for. Uh, for for dinner, just like like me and like maybe four other gentlemen, including my best man and some people in my wedding party, and um, so I I demanded, not demanded, I asked for the seafood platter to start the evening. You know the yeah. raw, the chilled seafood platter that comes out with like lobster and oysters and place though, yeah, and yeah. So I, uh, long story short, I am I love oysters, but I get sick from them. Always. No, almost always. Oh yeah, that sucks. So, but me and my stupid like I'm gonna experience this kind of thing. <laughs> I suck down one of the oysters and it has like a cucumber sauce. It's delicious. I go, <laughs> like five minutes later, I'm like, oh. Oh no, that's super. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh. I have like a 64-ounce porterhouse coming to the table soon. I'm like, oh. And my friends are like, why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? I'm like, don't worry, guys. Don't worry. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. So I decide I'm going to go to the bathroom and try to vomit. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to vomit up the oyster. Classic old world move. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I go go into the back. And I'm already kind of a little bit tipsy because I've been drinking scotch and shit. Yeah. Um, so I just start fucking sticking my... I was so drunk, my finger... I was like... Dude, this is like first place. First place and you're already that tore up? Uh, first place, yeah, but I've been... It's, this is the evening. So I'd, I've been kind of drinking all day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, so I'm like a little tipsy. I have my hand like all the way down like this. I'm trying to force fly because I'm just so drunk. And, like, I finally I, like, tickle, like, my uvula or whatever. I'm like, bleh. And I just start just, like, barfing, barfing, barfing. Yeah, that's gross. So uh, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, oh, that's good enough, fine. I'm feeling a little bit better, so I come back to the table. I'm like, 
oh, you know, wiped my face with a little whatever leftover vomit. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, like, in the process of the forceful vomiting, I don't know exactly what happened, but my vocal cords got fucked up. What? Yeah. And then also on top of that, you know, when you start doing, st- like, going to the bars and the clubs and all that stuff, it's really yeah, loud, so you have to get the yell. Yeah. I lost my voice. Like, completely at that point? No, like, that point, I lost my voice, and I didn't get it back for three days. Damn. It's a pretty good party, though. Three days, I lost my voice. I was drinking, I was, all I could talk was like this. How are you doing? <laughs> so where else did you guys go after the seafood plate or, or the steakhouse? So I don't recall exactly, but I do know we ended up in Long Island City, which is like classic home of the strip club. That's cool. So yeah. So you're not sure that you went to strip clubs? No, I'm sure we went. Well, in New York, they don't do the full nude. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like bottoms. Top, top. Yeah, bottoms. Yeah. Yeah, this was a uh, bottoms off. I didn't even know. I didn't. I I know for sure that I was. I did not have a lap dance. That's confirmed. 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 Because I was just like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it was probably more like this. I don't want to do it. I can't, <laughs> I can't do, do it. it. I can't That's do a it. Pretty epic bachelor party story. Uh yeah. And then the, the next day we went uh, mini golfing. Not mini golfing. Pitch and putt. Love pitch oh, and yeah, putt. Oh yeah, pitch and putt. That's fun. It was fun. It was fun. And then I took a plane home. I left on like Friday night and came home on Sunday evening. It was it was a really good time. Yeah, that's totally. That's it was just like hanging out with my friends too. And then like I know at some point at like four in the morning on Saturday, they were like, "We got to go to Atlantic City." You <laughs> love gambling, Peter. We got to go to Atlantic City. But I had already said I knew. I already told Ken I wasn't going to gamble, so I was like, "Nah, nah, I'm oh, not going to yeah. gamble." So I didn't go to Atlantic City. But that was on the table. They really wanted to take me there. How far is it? It's like you get on one of those bus Chinatown buses. It's like maybe two and a half yeah. hours away. Wow, that's pretty close. Yeah, but those Chinatown buses flip over and and blow up into a ball of flames like all the time. That's the ones in China, isn't it? Not the uh, Chinatown buses. No, this Ch- these are like they call them Chinatown. I like I was just talking to my friend about this the other day, but like they're super crammed and stuff, but they don't flip over. No, these buses, they barrel down the highway. They're, like, sort of, like, funded by the casinos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, 20, it costs 20 bucks, and then when you get to the casino, they give you, like, $25 in credit, so it's, like, negative $5 to get yeah, there. Yeah, that's how it is. It's the buses of the casinos here, too. Yeah. So, um, the, uh, but, yeah, the thing is, is that they're, they barrel down the highway. They're completely unsafe. One of those things flip, they flip over at least once a month. I'm really? exaggerating, but they do flip over a lot. I know, right? That's crazy, though. Um... So anyway, yeah, I've done many of those where it's like, I've done it where, like, when I was younger, when I was 20, like, 22, 23, really young, yeah. um, I, like, friends would come to town, and we would take the bus after work at, like, 6 o'clock. What? Really? That's awesome. And then come back, take the bus at, like, 6 in the morning, and, like, gamble all night, like, just party all night. How much and- did you win? I don't think, we spent money on drink, I don't even remember, dude. <laughs> I don't even remember. I know we won a number of times, but we would just go for the fun of it, and then like oh, get on a six, you. get a six a.m. bus, sleep two hours or two and a half hours on the bus, and go right into work. Same clothes, smell <laughs> the freaking smoke and booze. I only did that a couple times. Yeah, I only did that a couple times too. But I'm just telling you, it was done, and it was that was like if I tried to do that now, around <laughs> around eleven a.m., I would yeah. be there would be a I would be a puddle. 
at my dad. I would literally be it would be a small puddle of Peter, puddle of parlance, excuse me. <laughs> also, Tom is uh, calling out that uh, after your huge claims last week of the uh, oystering and clamming, and then you're uh, saying that oysters make you throw up. You're not a very you're not a man of the sea. Well, for the record. I was charitable and gave my oysters to my in-laws, which I stated in last week's podcast. You did. That's true. So yeah. call it out. And, as a matter of fact, I pointed out that I don't eat oysters. You did, and you pointed out it again now, but you hadn't said why. You didn't say they made you throw up. Oh, yeah, so here's the reason why. I, 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 this is the, I'll tell you the moment I stopped eating oysters, because I was an oyster eater oh, for a good chunk of my life. Yeah. In, in, the, uh, in around 2004 or 2003... There was a in, – in Williamsburg, they have this Italian street festival, okay? Yeah. And I was drunk off my ass, and I was walking down the street, and I stumbled on it because I was coming home Double from a bar. No, I – yeah. So I'm walking down the street, and I – an oyster and a clam and a drunk student walk into a bar. No. And uh, – An oyster walks into a bar. An oyster walks into the bar, and it says – the bartender goes. He's like, "We're all." He's like, "I'll take a beer." And 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 the guy, the and the guys, the bartender's like, "We're all out of beer." And the uh, the and the oyster's like, "Oh shucks, I don't know. That was just terrible." <laughs> I was excited if that was impromptu. If that, if that was going to be an impromptu joke, yeah. Like, Where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're walking down the street. I'm walking down the street, and I see an Italian festival, and I'm really drunk. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of drunk stories today. I mean, yeah. And, drunk stories are and I'm like, I see, it was like, da -da! Wait, it was more like... <laughs> I like that you did it with your voice. I actually like the voice one better. I see a... <laughs> I see a, a raw oyster and clam uh, street thing. Mine is like 98 degrees. Like the worst one to get. I know, and it's like 98 degrees outside. There's probably like, who knows what's going on with these things. I go, I'll take one dozen raw clams and one dozen raw oysters. And I, so I eat a, raw clams, which is disgusting. Yeah, do people do that? I don't think I've heard of that. It, not very often. They do do it. Oh, I'm getting an echo. It might be you. I, I don't think so. So anyway, I order a, a one dozen – oh, man, this is like – I can't even think. So one dozen clams, one dozen oysters, I, ch I eat them fast. I just chuck them down. I'm like, like in like a minute, I eat them all. I'll take, I'll take one more dozen oysters. Oh, you got more? I got another dozen oysters. Another dozen? Yeah, so a total of three dozen raw shellfish. Yeah. So – And you're already drunk. I was already drunk. As a matter of fact, I may have bought a yard of some sort of fruity alcoholic beverage too. At the same time. At Sorry. the same time. This is a, this is a very understandable uh, shellfish turnoff story. So then I go home, and I don't know, like two in the morning, three in the yeah. morning. I'm not sure. I go. Bleh. I just feel like in my stomach goes go like it's just going crazy in my stomach, and. Uh, I run to the restroom, and it was like both out both ends. Gross! That's the worst. Right. So, but then I start. Then it got down to, and I'll never forget this. I had a very good friend at the time. He was helping me. He was a roommate, or I don't know if he, he was maybe he was a good friend, but he's also dating my roommate. Um, and 
he just helped me through it. And it got to, you know, I don't know if you've ever had food poisoning, but you get down to the point where I you, like, like... once, and it was, it was painful. I was just vomiting yellow bile. Just, that's, it was just bile. <laughs> just, like, coming out of me. I feel uh, like when, when I got, like, food poisoning... I, like, wanted to throw up, but couldn't. And I was just laying on the floor, and it felt like I was being, like, stabbed in the stomach with knives. Oh, I was on the floor. There was yeah. floor... That, that that was... That's a given. I was just... Just I assume I was on the floor the whole time. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, from that point on, I every time I ate one oyster, just one, raw... I know, it's like your, your body's, like, has made an immunity to oysters that, like, you know... This is not a good thing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know if that's possible, but I feel like that's what it did. And and sure, I mean, that's, yeah, how that works. Really? I think so. I mean, that's how vaccines work. It's like so, a reverse oyster vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> so every time now that I eat it, I get like this massive, crazy, stinging. Your body's freaking out. It's like I don't want to do that again. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I don't eat oysters. That's a that's a good reason. Yeah. So anyway, and that's why you always leave a note. <laughs> and that's why you never buy oysters from a vendor on the street in a 98 degree weather. And then follow it down by like some slushy fruit drink. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a yard of like, uh, like I don't know if you ever heard of the thing called a hurricane. It's like a red iced liquor liquor beverage. It's like one of those things you get in Vegas, like where you just fill it up with the smoothie stuff, right? Yeah, but it's filled. It's like a, a it's like a icy with liquor. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. that. That's yeah, like not a good shellfish combo. Yeah, I don't think those things go well with anything except for more liquor. Yeah, no, it's like it's a, just a liquor type sitch. So liquor. anyway, so back to uh, back to your ha- your strip club. That's it. You don't have any more excitement. Did anyone do anything stupid? Get kicked uh, out? No, I mean that was the whole thing. Like we didn't get super wasted. Like so we could remember it and stuff. I mean the strippers were super hot and stuff. Uh, like, you leave the ones, because we're sitting, you know, like, on the front table thing, so they're dancing, like, right there. And then, um, yeah, and so you put your ones out, and then they come over and dance in front of you or whatever. And sometimes they jump off the stage and, like, into your lap or, like, are doing some crazy stuff, like, right in front of you. That's about, that's hot. That's cool. But <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be able to, like, describe what they did. It was just, like, naked dancing, I guess. <laughs> That's good stuff. Thank yeah. you for that fulfilling. It was really awesome. So, uh, what about uh, Ju- um, Juicy J? The Juicy J show, I also went to that this week on Tuesday. I thought it would be more... I thought it would be more strippy is what I was sold on it because he's all about strippers. And even on his website, if you go check it out, like, it's just, like, when you go there, it's a flash game of him, like, raining money, and you have to try to hit the swip- the strippers with the money, which is it's a kind of cool game. And his, like, a lot of his songs are about strippers. But it was just him on the stage. There wasn't too much production value. Like, it was just, like, the rapper guy on the stage. And, I mean, it was cool and stuff. The crowd was super young, too. It was an 18 over with 21 bar, and it was, like, more than 50% the 18 crew and not 21. Which is, I don't, I haven't been to, like, shows like that. Were the women dressed stripper-esque? Yeah, no, the, all of the girls were dressed, like, extremely stripper-esque. They were, like, very short shorts and, like, you know, tube top type or, like, small, whatever those are called, the 
tank tops or something. Halter tops? I guess. Tube tops? Tube tops? Were they... But they're were all, they, like, 19 and stuff. Were they all hoochied out? Pretty hoochied out, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, at least I you know, got to look at that. It was a pretty cool show. Well, here's the thing. He could have solved his lack of performers by just bringing some of the... the yeah, stripper. he didn't even do that. I know. He totally could have. Oh, they did. So he's also all about smoking weed. And he... Uh, was like, oh, in Seattle, weed's legal or whatever. Like, and so like, it, the whole place got basically hotboxed because hello, everyone in the crowd smoking joints and stuff. But like, when we're in the, because we had to wait in line because they do the security pat down and everything, and um, they like were said like in the line like, anyone caught smoking, I, it's Seattle, weed's legal. Anyone caught smoking is, it's, we treat it like cigarettes. We're gonna kick you out and stuff. And uh. Yeah, so they, like, just called it out specifically while you were waiting to get in, but then, I mean, everyone did it anyways. Yeah, well, were they smoking the Juicy J's? On stage was like, is everyone smoking? Let's smoke up. Woo! He was totally, like, <laughs> you know, trying to, like, get everyone to do it. That's funny. Yeah, so that, I mean, that was a thing, I guess. So speaking of music, I went to, to see my current favorite band, Group Love, on Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, in... Uh, in the Marymore Park in Redmond. Yeah, that's that sounded pretty cool. You were saying that it was exciting. Yeah, I haven't. I it was pretty exciting to go to a place like you know. I've been look. I my formative years. I was in New York City, and in New York City, no one dances to music. What you do is you like to get a place in the back, fold your arms, and pretend like you don't care. I know. That's yeah. That's and you try not to look at people. Is what I've heard. Yeah. So that was the thing. So it was kind of fun to go, and I'm out of New York now, obviously. I'm not in the scene yeah. anymore. So I just went, you know, we, we went up and got kind of, like, close to the stage, and they put on a... Look, I've been to a lot of shows in my time, and they yeah. put on a very, very energetic set. Um, and uh, so it, it got... So they were... Everyone was smoking out there, too, smoking the dopes in the crowd, yeah, and I'm like the street lights. Yeah, I mean, What's going legal. on in here? What's it's the really deal? It's actually legal to do at the club, but, I mean, people do. <laughs> yeah, and I was like totally like didn't want to deal with it. I was like, it's stuffy in here. Why are you guys smoking? It's it's 90 degrees, and it's like <laughs> it's outdoor venue, though. I know, but the thing is, is everyone bundles in together, and it gets, so it was like 90, and then another 20 degrees on top of that, plus yeah. smoke just flipping around you and people dancing and jumping. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, if you were like eighteen, I can't. You might, you could have. They would have been a puddle. Like I was a puddle. If I stayed up right now, there would be a puddle of excitement. Um, (laughs) That's a different spectrum of the puddle you were talking about. You'd be earlier if you stayed up till eleven a.m. Yeah, that would just be a puddle of tired. (laughs) Different puddle altogether. Yeah, but nevertheless, hashtag puddle talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you hey if. Our one viewer, if you if you feel like there's an activity that would turn you into puddle, let us know. We want to know. It's Tom because he's he's tweeting away. He says yeah. number thirty one strip club debauchery and vomit food poisoning stories. <laughs> so, so speaking of uh, on behalf of the show. So speaking of uh, music and jamming out, I jammed at home on Sunday, bro. I made nice. me some made me some blackberry jam. Oh, that kind of jamming. That's true. Wow, that's. That was a really good segue. <laughs> well, thank you, thank oh, you. I still left. I, I left the jam at work again. Uh, this is how much I bring it to you. You say I want it. I want it. I gotta put it all over thing. I'll bring it. I'll get it tomorrow for sure. No, but yet I'm gonna bring toast tomorrow and eat it at work. 
That would be nice. Is it in the fridge or in the freezer? It's in the fridge. Oh, so it'll be melted right now, so you could you could actually. It's not kind of bad. No, it's good. If it was frozen, you would have a hard time scooping it out. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I think you'll like it. I I I ate a couple chunks of it, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up some toast on the way to work tomorrow. So before I actually delivered it out to you, yeah, um, I made I you gave it, it. Huh? You spit in it? No, I did oh, not. Good. good. No, I was gonna, no, 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 no. I, my wife demanded you a taste. No. Gross. No, no. no. She demanded a taste test because she couldn't. She didn't want the Stimuleski jam brand. Yeah. Even though I just said my last name, which I'm not supposed to do. Um, <laughs> jam Lance. Jam Lance. <laughs> you know so what? Cut from there. Cut from there. Yeah, the Jam Lance um, brand. Uh, brands. Yeah, she didn't want my, our name to be sullied. She needed to taste it. <laughs> That's and it, true. Yeah, I mean, it's just for the first one, you know. Yeah, it's for the first one. So it turned out pretty good. I I like it. So tomorrow, when you bring in your toast, you can taste it and you can tell me how you liked it. Cool. Yeah. So speaking of liking things, you know what I didn't like, Mister Fresher? What did you not like? People dying this week. I know. It's so sad. So yeah, sad. We, we had a lot of people dying this week. Oh yeah, so but that was the thing. I mean, Robin Williams, right? That's that's the saddest. Oh, well, I mean, I guess out of famous people. I mean, I mean they're all sad. They're all sad. But other dying stuff going on all over the world. But yeah, Robin Williams. Yeah. So I thought, since Ro Mr. Robin Williams, Mr. Yeah. Williams, excuse me, Mr. Williams, <laughs> since he's dead, we would discuss his. Oh, what? Yeah. What, what do you, I just oh. realized, stupid, like, not to do this, is uh, we could have had Letter to the Dead or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, I, th I thought it, I actually was going to write it, and then I didn't want to do it because I was like, it's too soon. It is too soon. Because it couldn't be, fu it could be funny. How could I be funny? Oh, Mr. Williams, it was so nice to hear you. It was so nice to hear you. So sorry you slit your wrist and hung yourself yeah, with your so belt. Yeah, I only heard in passing the whole, like, actual thing. Oh, I did see something about someone else who was considering committing suicide, and they wrote a long letter about how him being depressed made them, like, realize that, like, I don't know, they didn't commit suicide. So, so what you're saying is that he stopped someone else from killing themselves because they were so moved by Mrs. Doubtfire? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, here's the thing. Robin Williams was, like, I... I I'm mixed on him because I felt like I never really saw a comedy where I was like, "Oh my God, Robin Williams, he's so funny." It's true. I feel like I mean he had a whole like Jim Carrey or whatever. Like you either like it or like you're it's just okay. You know what I mean? Here's the thing, though. I really liked him in Aladdin as the voice of the genie. Yeah, definitely. I even forgot about that. I saw some post somewhere with. R.I.P. and had Genie there or something. But I loved him in a lot of the things where he was played a serious role. Like yeah, he he had quite the breadth of things or whatever. Goodwill yeah. Hunting, What Dreams May Come, One Hour Photo, uh, what was the oh Dead Poet Society? Um, what's the I one? Think I haven't I haven't seen any of those movies before. Okay, which we were discussing earlier in the week that I'm totally haven't seen a bunch of movies I should have seen. 
So, have you seen Aladdin? I've seen Aladdin, yes. Have you seen Dead Poets Society? No, I've not seen that. Okay. Good Morning Vietnam? No. Uh, Flubber? Was he in Flubber? Yeah, he was totally in Flubber. He not was the like... original one. No, not the seven. No, the, the remake. Seen the original one. Have you seen Jumanji? No. Have you seen Mrs. Doubtfire? I have seen that. <laughs> you saw that in the theater? I think so. I think a lot of people saw it in the theater. They were making a sequel. Did you know that? I did. I heard that, yeah. Yeah, Grandma Doubtfire, I think it was called. Um, did you see The Birdcage? There's coming up, which is, like, weird for... I mean, I would have thought, oh, they're Morgan Mini remake. That was the other one. Oh, man. I, yeah, okay. So anyway, I'm going to give... Since you've seen nothing with Robin Williams in it at all... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to give my top five. My top five. Do it. Top five. And I'm doing it right now just looking at the list, but I put in my mind I talked about it earlier. Um, I'm going to go number five. Number five, I'm going to go Goodwill Hunting. That's, yeah, I mean, it's, that was a super popular movie. I'm going to go number four. Number four, I'm going to go... This is a more recent one now. World's Greatest Dad. Thought he was pretty good in that. Is that? Do they have a camper in that one? I, I don't. What does that mean? I think that was just called Camper. Maybe he's not in that. No, I don't think so. Numbers. It was. It was written and directed by Bobcat Goldwaite, that comedian. Oh yeah, that's right. You were saying Bobcat. I do know Bobcat, and was surprised that he had something. Like that. I'm gonna go number three. I'm gonna go. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. I gotta think about this. Mm. I thought you had them pre-done. I know, but I, now I'm trying to put them in order of like the, now my top. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Good morning, Vietnam. I'm gonna go there. That's my number three. Number two, I'm gonna go Aladdin. That's Aladdin. yeah. I thought I liked Aladdin. And number I think one, I probably at the time. My favorite Disney movie to date of Disney. So I was super into the whole like Arabian Nights type situation. Like uh, Prince of Persia was like my favorite game. Prince of Persia? Yeah, on PC. Oh, oh, well, the Aladdin video game that was on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. I don't know if you oh, remember. I, think that. I remember that too. That game was pretty sweet. That game was dope. Was that that was doping it up in the nineties? That one actually kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, like, well, you know... Whoa, where did the applause come from? Yeah, when you, have, when you say dope, you got to clap. Yeah, that's not going to follow that with some, uh, some and cheering. Then, and I, I can't remember if I said this. I may have already used it, but my number one is 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 um is Dead Poets Society. Did I say that? Oh, yeah, Dead Poets Society. Um, I, know, I, I hear about that all the time, but I've never seen it. So long story short on Dead Poets Society, or short story long... Uh, watch, so uh, I used to go to my father's house Mondays and Wednesdays for custody things. Yeah. And uh, well, they used to have two, buy two, get the third free at the Wait, VHS. For what? Movie, VHS rentals. Oh, VHS, yeah. Like on Wednesdays, I think. Maybe it was buy one, get another free, or buy two, get a third free, or whatever. I don't remember. Um, but it definitely fostered my love for film because my father could just throw me in front of the TV and I could I would watch three movies on a Wednesday. Yeah, that's why I don't think I've watched that many movies in a row ever. 
I probably wouldn't watch all. I would probably watch most of them. But dude, you get out of school at three. My father was a school teacher. Three, get home at four, and then just watch movies until like nine. Yeah, that's a lot of movies. Yeah, I know. But I did it like a lot. So anyway, I'll never forget. I watched that with my my father and stepmother, yeah. and uh, I've I don't ever recall seeing my father that emotional. And I'm not a super. I mean, I am emotional, but this. I was like, what's the, oh, what's that over there? Oh, like, I was, at the end, we both, everybody had to go their separate ways to just go cry it out. <laughs> like, to try to not let each other know. Yeah, everyone was like, someone went upstairs, someone went over there, I went into the kitchen, I'll just never remember, that was just like, it was a very touching, touching movie. I don't even know if, it, I wonder if it would still hold. I, I'm not sure if it still holds. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, maybe I should rewatch it, but, God, that, of all the movies I think about crying, like where I really felt emotionally affected, I yeah. always put that in my list of movies where I'm just like, Duh. Should we, uh, since I haven't seen it, should we bump and do a review of that also in, uh, since it's your number one in uh, Remembrance of Robin Williams? Yeah, I don't know how we could see it, though. I don't, is it on, is it in Oh, that? yeah, that's right. Let me see. Go to canistream.it. Dream.it. Oh, also with the Robin Williams stuff, um, there's the whole like uh, famous people dying in threes. If you've heard of that. Yeah. So Laura Bacall also passed away, and then this third guy. Who was this guy from uh, the the from, Game, of uh, um, Game of Thrones? It's one of the Night's Watch. Like he's like seventy something years old. He was like the old Night's Watch guy. Oh, and he's the the Maester. Maybe. The one who was hiding with uh, Gilly is, I'm like imagining, but I'm not totally sure. Got it, got it. So, dead Poets. So it's on a... Uh... Oh, it's just for rentals. Digital rental, digital purchase, DVD Blu-ray. Yeah, it's, it's not oh, a Oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is a cool... Uh... Suggestion though. Oh, it's on Xfinity though. It's on HBO. Oh, it is. Oh wait, no. Notify me when. That's dumb. But their uh, suggested like other thing that is available is the poetic sedu- sedu- seduction, the Dead Students Society. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't have a. It's weird. I don't have a movie result. Like, re, like for that. By the way, that site's pretty good. Can I stream it? It's kind of a dumb layout, though. But, I mean, I like what they're doing. Yeah, no, I just like the concept of... Yeah, you just type in the thing, and it tells you if you could stream it. But, all right, well, I guess we can't do that. But it was a cool idea. Um, so, anyway, uh, where, were, where were we? I got... I got people. Who's the other one that you said? Lauren Bacall. I don't know who that is. Look her up. You probably know her. Oh, with a B. Yes, Lauren Bacall. I heard McCall. She was a foxy broad back in the probably oh, yeah. 1960s, 50s. Cray Yeah, no, I did, but that was just recently too, so that's the three then. That's it, that's the third. Well, I'm trying to remember what she was in. Was she, she was not in, she's, she was in old, she's been around for a really long time. I'm trying to, was she in, I don't want to misquote because people are on the IMDb now for her anyways. So, would it be an old movie or a new movie? I was trying to remember. Guy. What? Just 
She was on Family Guy. Scooby-Doo and the Golden King. Eve, the Walker, These Foolish Things. Manderley. Okay, so she was in The Big Sleep. She was in The Big Sleep. That's kind of like probably... I'm trying to think what her most famous movie... It's probably that. The Big Sleep? Yeah. It's Raymond... I believe it's Raymond Chandler. Oh, 1946. William Faulkner did the screenplay, dude, for that movie. Um, And uh, directed by Howard Hawks. I'm fairly certain, though I don't want to say this for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's it's a Raymond Chandler novel. It's a novel? Yeah. Hmm. He is known for being a, a kind of like a detective, like noir detective. Yeah. Oh, noir That's I like that. That word. That it's noir I gotta look now. I gotta see if... I don't want to be wrong. Don't be wrong. Don't be wrong. It's weird. They don't have his... Oh, his works. Here's his works. Oh, come on. Oh, man, they have a separate... Oh, he did do the big sleep. All right, I was right. I was right. I went... I did a whole thing where I read nothing but those type of books for a really long time. I read, I think, every one of his books. The Big Sleep, Farewell, My Lovely, The Long Goodbye. Maybe not all of them. Tom's mentioning that she became famous in To Have and Have Not. Okay. He would know. He was around. (laughs) Yeah, eat that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's her first movie in 1944. Okay. Her character was Marie Slime Browning. So clearly we don't know anything about Lauren Bacall. So she was just number two on the celebrities that died. Yeah. And then this other guy from Lord uh, Game of Thrones, who we really know nothing about, he yeah. also died. Yeah, yeah. Thrones guy. I'm, search- I'm searching it. It was, like, old. Yeah. Oh, it was J.J. Murphy. Oh, J.J. Murphy? Are you kidding me? I love J.J. Murphy! <laughs> really? No, I don't know anything about it. I don't even know I who J.J. Murphy think so, but that was believable. <laughs> I took it for, like, you know, like, oh, he's just saying it. But then I was like, wait, am I going to sound like a jerk if you really do love him? And they're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. J.J. Murphy? Oh, my God! <laughs> well, apparently he was famous, so... But, uh... Movies. Oh, man. Famous people. He was in some stuff, I guess. Yeah, I think he's been in... I don't know anything about J.J. Murphy. I'm not even going to look up. was his first one. There's a, he's, like, in ten things. Oh, he's got nothing. He's got no, Robin Williams is in, like, ten things a, a year. I know, right? He was in, like, a billion things. Yeah. But uh, what other uh, fun news? Oh, I read in a Stranger article that Seattle is listed as the number three most liberal city in the United States. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting, and I'm disappointed we're not number one. (laughs) I mean, I think number one was San Francisco. Yeah, screw San Francisco. I saw something also about rents in San Francisco, like one-bedroom apartments in, like, the cheap part of town cost, like, $1,700, and expensive part of town is, like, $3,000. 
That's ridiculous. Okay, so San Francisco was one. Guess who? Guess what number two was? I know, right? Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Like what? I know. It doesn't. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's like I don't know. That's weird. But then I was looking at the bottom of the scale too. It's like Virginia Beach, or like uh, where's the lowest like super major one? Was uh, was Tulsa? What's I interesting what if you is. look if you look at this chart. The country is yeah. way more liberal than it is conservative, but then what the frick, dude? It's How is this... these are all the major cities. Oh yeah, that's right. Cities are actually more it's like liberal. Not, like total population or whatever. I would never it's think two hundred fifty thousand. San Antonio is slightly liberal, like very small, but it it is. Yeah, but I thought I thought that was an interesting read. Huh. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say two towns, okay? And you tell me which one you think is more liberal. All right. Test. All right, ready? I like this. I like this one. All right, Philadelphia or San Diego? Uh, San Diego. Incorrect. Philadelphia. Uh. All right, one more, one more, one more. All right, Buffalo, New York, or Raleigh, North Carolina. Buffalo is more liberal, I would think. Correct! Buffalo's actually numbered 10 on the list. One, two, I mean, three, I thought four. North Carolina, I don't know, like, I don't know much about the United States, but... Buffalo hey, is... Have you been is, to Philadelphia? Uh, yeah. <laughs> is that a dumb question? Well, I mean, I'm from Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, is yeah, as a right of... If you're, if you're from Pennsylvania, you kind of have to go to Philly at least once. Like, have you gone more than once? Yeah, at least more than, like, a hundred times. <laughs> more than one, like, a hundred. Well, I mean, every, you, like, every field trip from age, like, like fourth grade to, like, eighth grade, you go, like, twice a year. Oh, yeah. I'm so thinking you, to go. Might check it out. You might like it. You, you, you'll get to do the uh, Liberty Bell. <laughs> you, you caught me off guard that time. <laughs> Yeah, oh, see, that's that's probably too quiet because it's from the speaker, right? That no, that was I was pretty loud, dude. Really? Yeah, I will say that your your that probably sounds more like the Liberty, Liberty Bell than the. <laughs> <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Oh, it's the founding fathers. <laughs> boring. Oh, <you're> boring. <laughs> Hello, I'm George Washington. Have you seen my wooden teeth? That's all I got. That's all I got. That's my George Washington joke. That was pretty good. I wonder what George Washington's voice sounded like. There's no recordings, right? Uh, well, he does have that spoken word poetry album. What? The spoken word George Washington poetry album. Album? Oh my god, it's a, it was super popular back in like 1750. <laughs> That's cool. I'm just making this up now. But he could have had... Could you imagine George... Well, that was the thing. They said, did the Founding Fathers have a British accent? Oh, that's a good question, yeah. I'm assuming they did. You think so? I, I would think so. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some people said that the British accent actually came much later in Britain, that they didn't have it back then. That's also a good point. I've never really thought about it that much. But since there's, like, literally no way to have a record of that, like, there's no way to know. Right. Well, we know, like, certain maybe colloquialisms of the time because of William Shakespeare. Yeah, but that's, I mean, you don't know how they said it. Well, if it's D-O-T-H, I'm sure they said doth. But still, 
I know. Yeah, you're right. There was no there was no way to know. It's like a dead language. So if anyone had some insight on whether Thomas Jefferson spoke with a British accent, we want to know. We want to know. Let us know. This is some reason that we need time travel. This is probably... If, if this is like the thing you want to know. The, this is a burning question for you. Yeah. Oh, hey, did you see... I like saw some internet uh, previews or whatever for um, a new show called Black Jesus. thought it looks kind of funny. What, what's it about? Have you seen that? It's just no. about like Jesus coming back, but it's like some comedian guy. Uh, but it's like you know, it's Black Jesus, so he comes back, but then like people don't take him seriously or whatever because he's like super ghetto or something. But he's Jesus, so. So I feared. I saw a article and I didn't read it, but it said like Christians say Black Jesus is good, good for Christianity. Probably. I don't know. I mean, but, I thought that their thought experiment was... Oh, here, Christian Today. Christians Today. Here, this is the Christian sum, the review of Black Jesus. Controversial cartoon I network... it's a show that's already on. Hmm? I think it's a show that's already on right now. Yeah, here's a review. More than 2 million viewers turned into the show's premiere. So it's wanna... Controversial cartoon network series Black Jesus performed better than all, all other original cable programmers and most of broadcast television when it premiered Thursday night. The Adult Swim live-action program portrays Jesus as a cursing, weed-smoking, woman-loving black man in Compton. But even the Catholic seems to be okay with the blended portrayal, pointing out redemptive qualities like his kindness and readiness to forgive. It's cool. I mean, I, if it gets this, like, well, you know, received, it's like... Because I would think it'd just be more of a joke than anything, than being serious, like... I would think that actual Christians would think it's not cool or something. I don't know why, but well, since here like the, something that they usually do. <laughs> Catholic League has a long-standing tradition of that they have taken the position that portraying Jesus as black is fine, and they find it silly that anyone would object. But just any—I mean, it's like with Muhammad or whatever. Like, you can't show pictures where people get pissed off, no matter what it is and stuff. You know? Yeah, but that's like you can't compare the two. I know, but just, like, for the whole religion thing, I'm glad that there's people aren't pissed off or something, you know? Right. Just give it, a, give it a couple episodes. I don't want to... I'm not going to touch this topic with a 10-foot pole. Right. Because I got some totally inappropriate things to say about it. <laughs> but should we get to the movie? It's already, uh... I think it might be time. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hey, everyone! <laughs> this is uh, this is the part of the show where we do review roulette each week. Fresher and Parlance. I'm Fresher. I'm sorry. I'm Parlance. He's Fresher. Maybe not Fresher. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, randomly select a, a movie from the Netflix catalog. We then review it the following week, so you two can watch it and follow along. It's not so much a review, right, Mister Fresher? No, because uh, it's more of like going over it, but we also give it a number rating at the end. So there's that. Yeah. So, so there's that. Uh, so last week's uh, a uh, last week's title was "Paris is Burning," a documentary from 1990. Yeah, about the um, uh, what's that called? The uh, the drag queen scene. Drag queen scene in New York in the late 80s. Late 80s. So I mean, there wasn't really any story to it per se. 
Well, there, it was... just explaining all their terminology and stuff. And so, what the balls were. I mean, the balls seemed pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, I feel like if, if as a straight male, yeah. straight white male, can I go to Harlem in late 80s and watch this thing? There was... Oh, I think you could. I mean, they seemed pretty accepting or whatever. So, as what I was getting at in the movie, like, it was a... It was a pretty good movie. It was a positive movie, basically, about how the gay community at the time, like, they came together, they ha- had this commonality, and they really enjoyed doing these balls, and they could they could be whoever they wanted for that time, and, like, you would get cheered and stuff, and it made them feel really good about themselves because they're, like, and they're winning trophies and all this stuff, and just they're coming together as a community because they're outcasts from the rest of society was the take of the whole thing, basically. They talked about how, like, their families disown them when they find out they're gay or when they're cross-dressing and stuff. And so then, like, they have to come and they have their, their houses, which is basically their family of, like, other, like, cross-dressers and or transsexuals and, uh, you know, gay people or whatever. But, which is cool, and it's, like, good that they had it and whatever. But they didn't bring up, really, any of the strife stuff, I thought. I mean, it was, like, it was like a feel-good movie pretty much, like, about how this was, like, a functional group of people or whatever in their own thing, but, I mean, they had super a lot of problems, too, like, it didn't, like, they were totally outcasts and stuff, and they didn't really portray that part of the story. Yeah, and I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think what, at this point in time, I think it was a given that if you were a black, gay male, you were living with so many, that you... So, I guess, yeah, that is true. I mean, like, if someone in the 90s watched it, they would be, like, already appalled with the idea or something. And so, like, they'd, like, really have to spin the positive side because you just already have the negative connotations. You know what's funny is that in 1988, when this documentary was made or whatever, when they were shooting it, yeah, this would have been one of the most shocking things out there. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was that... Sh- I had heard all this stuff, because another part of it, which we had... Like, which you really enjoyed, it seems, was they really went into the... Like, the styles that came out of, like, this community. Because, like, the community, like, had a lot of styles that became mainstream later on. Like, it was a pretty trend-setting group of people, because they were, like, really into, like, all that stuff. Like, voguing that Madonna took over. Because Madonna was, like really into that scene or whatever, so she took a lot of her style stuff from them, too. And, uh, so they had a whole thing about voguing, and it's basically, like, posing for a photo shoot, but as a dance or whatever. Dude, the voguing, when they were on the ground, and they kept, like, doing these poses, like, over each other? Yeah. That was freaking insane. Yeah. That was so cool. But so stuff like that, I mean, caught on, like... In mainstream. that scene or whatever. Yeah. But remember, that Vogue, what year was Madonna's Vogue? 93? Probably. Let's look. Madonna. And by the way, Madonna whitewashed that thing. Yeah, no, she like the, I mean, she like took it and like made it made mainstream or whatever. Oh, wait, so that was 1990. Okay, so this was just at, just as the movie released. Yeah, but like, so they. I mean, they definitely their scene was super relevant to like even stuff now. Like they created so many things that are important still now in stuff, but I don't know. I feel like they didn't... I forgot the point that you were getting at that I was... 
Oh, here's the point I was going to get at. In 1988, this was oh, yeah. fringe. This was fringe counterculture. They, first off, drag queens weren't acceptable. Uh, yeah. You know, if you were a person of color, you were at a disadvantage, especially in Harlem, New York at the time in the late 80s. Uh, then also they were mostly gay, okay? So you had yeah. gay, tr- cross-dressing, colored people. So another thing about the whole guy, gay, and cross-dressers, because there's a lot of people who were taking hormones, I'm assuming, to have boobs, and they were getting, like, the sex change surgeries, they were, like, saving up for it, and they got plastic surgery and all this. Like, um, I couldn't tell, like, they, there was, like, a lot of, like, toplessness, but I couldn't tell if any of it was actually chicks or if they were, like, 100% all guys, because they did talk about one of the categories was, like, cute girl or whatever. The no, categories dude, dude, kind of cool. Dude, all of those people were dudes. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I assumed, but, like, they had full-on, like, boobs. Like, not, like, that they were big, but, like, they didn't look like guy boobs. I think they were either, they were implants. But they'd have to, like, redo the nipples and stuff, too. Yeah, and, dude, like, when, I was, in, nipples look like when I was at Bangkok, I saw... Many lady boys that had breasts that looked just like female breasts. Where? <laughs> in Thailand. What? When you were in? I mean, like they're just to- walking around topless. No, they have the bars where they're dancing outside and they're topless. Oh, they have like it's like in Amsterdam where there's just the windows. No, it's like a bar and then there's tables and they're dancing on the tables, kind of like a strip club, but it's like entertainment. But just wherever you are, you didn't like have to go to that place. Well, it's in Phuket, specifically on the island of Phuket, or the peninsula, whatever it is, in Thailand, yeah. in the town of Patong. They have, it's not just like every place, but when you're walking down the street, they have... to that place. Well, yeah, there's open area. There's like open, it's all bars. You're just walking down the strip, and that's like one of the bars. Oh, oh. And you can see them from the street. Huh. But yeah, we did have a drink there, as a matter of fact. And it was, they were highly entertaining. That's cool, that's cool. But yeah, I couldn't, yeah, I wasn't sure... With that. those, though, with those, you couldn't tell. In, in some of them, in, in Thailand, you couldn't tell. Yeah. You I would mean, be, some, you, you'd be like completely confused. Guys, like, you, I couldn't really tell. The one that was trying to be a model? Yeah. Like, she, or, I don't know, what do you say, he, she? I don't know. I, I don't want to... She, I mean, because they, they think that they are a girl or whatever. Yeah, so I don't want to offend, so I apologize to anyone who's listening. Yeah. Um, oh, because, house, those were cool, too. It was, like, House Ninja. House Extravaganza? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's but like, also, like so they steal stuff, sure. Yeah, mopping. Whatever. That's called mopping. But like, where do they get all the money for these trophies? Like, they do. There's so many trophies. Do they like uh, reuse? I that think was, like, a lot of trophies. Those there was were, a lot like, of trophies, but dude, trophies are like three dollars. No way. Those were like huge. Tro- those were like taller than people trophies. That was like best in show trophy. Still, they had like multiple of those. I mean, it's like a lot of trophies. I thought that like I don't know how the, the event is getting money for that. Um, you know who was really funny? The scene, the scene that made me laugh the hardest is when they said um, menswear, best menswear, like, uh, what was it, best white guy menswear costume or whatever. Oh, yeah. And the guy had a fur coat on. Oh, I knew they were, and he was like, the buttons are on the right. And they kicked him out because they said that that wasn't a men's coat. He's like, the buttons are on the right. I got on the right bu- side of the aisle. I got on the right side of the aisle. So basically, they, this is what I mean. And that was called shading, by the way. Yeah, but this is what I mean, like, uh, I feel like that that scene, in, not that scene, like that scene as in that group of people, are going to, like, definitely be jerks to each other and call stuff out like that 
and just be like catty or whatever. And they didn't depict any of that. That was like the only time that they did that. They no, were, like, all what are you talking about, dude? You, super, they, talk, like, they talked about that. They Remember talked they, about it, but like... They called it shading and voting. voting. Like, that would be a bigger part of that scene. Than wait, the, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up, dude. They did talk about it. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Before you go any further, yeah. they went into that. Because that was a major lead-in. They First, they started talking about how, in the outside world, yeah. they had oh, to... Oh, different, up, like, to the other... Yeah. In the outside world, you had to fight back. And that, and because you were so different, you had to come back. You're like, you're my boy. Remember, she was, like, showed him on the street, and he was like, you're my girlfriend. You're my boyfriend. And she was, like, kind of, like fighting back because they were calling him, like, you know, nasty names or whatever. And it was kind of like... And, and whatever. And then they were like, well, that's on the outside. But we're on the inside... We don't talk about. We don't. We're not yeah, we're, we're, we, because we're all the same. So what we do is when we we insult, we do it shading, and they call it shading. Yeah. And the and the shading was a much more subtle, um, like, <clears throat> like you look good, but I'm better looking kind of thing. I know right? they talked about it, but like, that but, was like five minutes in the whole thing. I know, but then they said that if that was too violent. And or like too abrasive, and then that is what led to voguing. Yeah. Voguing, voguing is a part of shading, and that and the guy who was excellent at voguing, if you remember the the, the uh, Johnny Ninja or whatever his name was, yeah, who was really good at voguing, his whole thing was like he started it. He was the inventor of voguing, and his whole thing was like he was looking at a compact, you know, like yeah. that, and he was like looking like this and in the mirror and all that stuff, and that that stuff, and then showing him essentially showing the mirror to other people. Yeah. And, like, I'm better looking than you. That was the start of voguing, and it was an interpretation of shading to say, I'm better than you. And then from I there... The, that in it. And that was, that was the progression of... Well, at least that's what the documentary tried to say. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't, I didn't catch that. But still... I mean, that's, I'm, that gets to my point. It's like a positive spin on it. Oh, yeah. Well, let's just put it this way. I agree with you. They probably had it rough, and they were probably living in the slums, which they were. Yeah. They talked about the the people on the streets doing shit that you didn't want to do, and then I don't want to do the spoiler yet. Not just yet, but we'll get to that point. Yeah. Um, at the very end, I guess we should just do it. Like, they followed this one character. <laughs> I, like, I like the, the short, like, 30-second build-up. Well, I guess, because I don't know what else. What should we talk about? What was the other stuff that no, we want? Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's pretty much the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, then at the end, this one female character yeah, who... Yeah, who was kind of major through the thing. Part yeah, she of House, was... Uh, extravaganza. Yeah, she was part of House Extravaganza, and she ran through, She was able to join the house without getting a trophy. Yeah, which was, like, unheard of. Right. Um, but, yeah, so, the end... Yeah, like, go ahead. You, 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 spoiler alert. That. What? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That she died. She was found... Murder. Strangled to death in a hotel under a bed or something. Because she was basically an escort. She was explaining also that, like, you know, people liked hanging out and, like, it didn't always have to be sexual. Like, she said it was, like, 95% of the time it wasn't. No, she said 99% of the time. And then she was like, well, 95% of the time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, they felt like, yeah, she was murdered or whatever. That's, like, the only, like, I mean, it's super sad and stuff. And they, like, just kind of glanced over it or whatever. But, like, I feel like that's, like, a more major part of, like, all those risks. Oh, well, they also touched on AIDS some, because that was, like, that whole time. 
Yeah, and um, but so like I feel like that. I mean, maybe it's just you're right that they were spinning it in the positive way because at the time it was already like the negative was like the known or whatever. Right, and I think that what I think and the reason why they talked about that death at the end, just to like come back to your like positive versus like reality. Yeah, that, I think that that was the reality. Yeah, that, I mean that's totally the reality. The reality is is that these people had it tough. They were just scraping by. This was yeah. their one part in their life where they could express... They would, like, really be looking up to it. I mean, that was, like, the... And it was, like, yeah, it was pretty good at that, like, making it look positive or whatever. Yeah, so uh, I think we should we should give a, a ranking on this. A All right. Fresh, fresh from Providence ranking. So what, what, what you, what's that? So was it three? What was it, below three? Wait, so okay. it's basically five is rewatch and seven is suggest... But that's, I mean, that's a loose interpretation. It's not, like, definite, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I would definitely recommend this movie to certain people. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, but, like, recommend as in, like, just blanket, you know, like... A blanket recommendation? That's impossible. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a... I think this is a... I think historically, I think it's it's important. Yeah, I think, you were saying also that you did documentary studies and you're surprised you hadn't seen this before. It's true, I hadn't. I feel like it is, if nothing else a good, like, time uh, capsule or whatever, like, it, it's gl- I'm glad that it exists to, like, to pick that time, especially in a positive light for, like, future generations or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't, ju- it didn't judge yeah, at all. Really- it, 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 like, it gave them a voice, it gave those, that community at the time a voice, it presented them in a very positive light, and, and it, it, it didn't judge them. Yeah, I I think, mean, because you could it, totally like do a whole slander one like super easy too. Right, and I think that's why the director consciously didn't. It maybe was a two-hour movie, and he chopped out all the negative, and he was just like, "I'm not going to put the negative in." Yeah, because I think in the end, it 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 it, it would have hurt the whole thing. It would have like tainted people's like view of it. Like if someone watches this in like twenty more years or something, they're probably not even going to know about the negative stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Well, they may. I mean, just like, you know, any... Like, if you watch someone who was of color in the South in the 50s, you know they had trouble. Yeah. So, I think this is... Yeah, and also, it's very important. I mean, this is like, we're stealing... We're still dealing with this... Yeah, no, I mean, it's still a pretty important topic. It's just like... I mean, the, the what's the, the... Yeah, the RuPaul stuff. Like, that's just like major blockbuster show, you know? Like, well, that was my point. Fun. I was going to say, like, this This was, at the time, Fringe. Now they have a reality show called The Drag Race. Yeah, and it's, like, one of the main shows. Like, it's huge. Yeah. So it's basically, like, yeah, the beginning of that. For sure. I bet okay. you... If, Ru, if this was, like, back then, do you think RuPaul would have had a house? A house? Yeah, like... Oh. In... Yeah, for sure. Of course you would. What if RuPaul came from that? I bet she. I bet you she did. Yeah, probably if they're old, if old enough or whatever. So anyway, we. Th- I'd be interested to see if RuPaul came from that scene. What's your number? What's your number? Oh, uh, I'm gonna give it an eight. 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 I thought you, I'm gonna give it a. Eight is eight. That's pretty good. So you you blanket suggest this. I would blanket suggest it. So I'll give it a... I was... I guess... I was going to give it a four, but I guess I'll give it a five. 
Because, I mean, I think it's, I mean, when I was watching it, I thought it was kind of boring because I'm, like, kind of over, like, with the root. I'm over it from the RuPaul thing. Like, everyone's into that, and I don't think it's very cool. But, I mean, I like the social aspect of it or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. But, uh, so is that, that's a 7, 5, and 8? Yes. Or it's 6.5. You gave it a, a 6 or a 7 out of 5? 5, and I gave it an 8, 6.5. Boom! Total score, 6.5. Uh, I'm looking at the... It seems like RuPaul had quite the uh, early stage... Interesting, I don't know. I, I, I don't, she did perform in in New York, but it doesn't say anything about the... The stuff. Oh, I thought that venue that they were at looked pretty cool, though. The, which one? Like, the one that... They only had two, but the one that was like had the red rafters. It had, like, a basketball hoop in the back? I didn't notice that, but maybe. Their yeah. wood floors looked not very good. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm giving it for historical context. I'm giving it a higher ranking than I would normally give it. I know. I know that's... Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a relevant thing, but I just think, like, for my reading, like, I was reluctant to give it a five because I don't think that I would rewatch it. But, I mean, I guess, like... And it kind of annoys me that it didn't, like, portray the negative side. But even that, like, I can see why they wouldn't. I mean, it's a good point that, like, it's a given for the time it was made or whatever, but I don't know. All right, so uh, let's let's do this. Let's get our, our let's get our thing on. Oh, look, by the way, Cosmos, the, the, um, that show that we watched one of and you thought was good and then never watched again. I know, I've seen, like, two episodes. Yeah, well, it's, it's now on, um... Netflix, if you're a kid. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. already? That's really fast. Yeah, just, just wanted to throw... Is it even on, like, a DVD or anything? Uh, probably, yeah. Oh, also, I'm looking at the rankings here, and, like, every single... Um, in the top 30 movies right now, it's, like, yeah. every single Robin Williams movie that is... Oh, yeah, everyone's re-watching them? Everyone's re-watching them. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, The Fisher King, The Birdcage... Except for it's annoying because we were going to do that and it's still not on there. I know. Well, we could rewatch The Birdcage. <laughs> I don't even know that movie. Yeah. All right, so let's do... What do you want to do, Rotten Tomatoes Fresh? Should we do Rotten Tomato Fresh? All right, I'm, I'm clicking Rotten Tomato Fresh. Pressing the random. Can we handle this? Mine doesn't look very cool. 117 minutes. What is yours? Uh, Trishna. It's another Indian movie, it looks like. Raised in rapidly changing rural India, Trishna is torn between cultural tradition and her own desire when she falls in love with a British businessman in this contemporary update of Thomas Hardy's novel Tess of the De Ubervilles. Huh, I don't know. That doesn't sound very cool, but... Ah, oh no! I lost the one I had, dude. What? Oh, what was it? I don't know. Of something in the pines, and I lost it. I mean, uh, in the pines? No, it's, it had something pine in it, and I lost it. I accidentally hit back. You can press forward. No, it doesn't work on my iPad. It didn't take. It just took me back to the. the... Oh, it sucks. 
All right, here we go. This is The Conspiracy. When filmmakers Aaron and Jim decide to make a documentary about conspiracy theorists, they turn their lens on Terrence, a crazed street preacher. After Terrence inexplicably disappears, Aaron becomes obsessed with uncovering the truth. Hmm. I don't know. Well, how long is it? 85 minutes. It's much shorter. It's an 86 Rotten Tomatoes. 86%? Yeah. This one's 65%. I think we should do yours. It's like one of those found footage movies, I think. Ah, another one. Why are there so many of those? Alright, what was the name of it? The, cons- <laughs> the Conspiracy. It's horror, though. Well, actually, no, it's Thriller. Is Thriller mean horror? Does it have a guy with a mask on the front? Yeah, like a bull mask? Yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's different than I thought from the thing. All right, The Conspiracy. Oh, it's a mockumentary? Apparently. All right. Putting it down. I have to, like, tweet. I didn't do the one last week. I'm slacking. Uh, So thank you, everybody, for watching the show. Like I said earlier on, if you're watching the show not live, you can reach us at uh, at FreshNPar on Twitter, or you could reach out on our YouTube channel. Just give a comment there. We'll be sure to – look, we have nothing better to do. We'll comment back. We'll talk to you. We'll call you out. Look, we'll be ecstatic if we get comments. Yeah, and we'll, we'll even call it out on air if it's a good one. Yeah. We'll talk about, like, if you have talk, topic, talk pick suggestions. Yeah, if you have a topic per, uh, suggestion, throw it on our page, on our Facebook page, for instance, which we have. Yeah. An inst- or you can email uh, Parlance or Fresher at parlance, or fresherandparlance.com. So uh, many ways. So many ways. So, frankly, we are brimming over with ways to be communicated to. We oh, look brewing. forward. Brewing over. Yeah. That's a, a, Tom, a Tom joke. Um, so be sure to reach out to us. Uh, if, you tell, if, we, if you like us, tell us. If you don't, tell us. Yeah, I mean, any press is good press. <laughs> That's, I guess, yeah, right? Any news is... Frankly, just news in general that you watch the show. <laughs> just... Yeah. Yeah. Just let us know if you watch the show. That's the le- that's the barrier we're at. That's we're that's our threshold at this point. Um, but we're still beating uh, the other one, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we got that going on. I do see that the the co-host of that show did re- did fo- share our link. That's cool to his followers. So. Um, so anyway, uh, I think. Do you have anything else you want to cover, Mister? I don't think we're good. We're good. All right. Well, this is Parlance saying toodaloo. This is a fresher signing out. Woo!